Hodgden Powder Company has been passionate about hunting and the shooting sports for 75 years and is the largest U.S. supplier of smokeless, black powder, and black powder substitute propellants. Hodgden Powder Company, the gunpowder people. Okay, this is fun. We're out on the, uh, the floor of the NRA's annual meetings in Houston, Texas. Uh, Tom Gresham here, by the way. Our show is Gun Talk. And uh, we got all sorts of noises going on around us, as you would at any given trade show. It's huge, uh, and a lot of gun makers are here. And yes, we've had the, um, the protesters outside, and then they've been very well financed. Uh, we had electronic signage trucks going around and banner tours overhead, and good old Beto O'Rourke shows up, the grotesque ghoul that he is, using the horror of the Uvalde massacre to further his governor's race, his campaign. What a... What a jackass. But within the NRA's annual meetings here, actually, we're not at the meetings. We, we kind of go to the show. It's like an expo. It's a trade show. It's open to the public. It's open to NRA members. You can come here. In fact, if you're listening live right now and you're in Houston, run on down here. Because uh, actually, the floors are getting kind of skinny, and a lot of people have left. So it's a good time to walk around. You never know what you're going to see here. You can see all the gun makers. They're here. All the people who make ammunition are here. Speaking of which, we're going to bring in uh, right now Joel Hodgson from Remington Ammo. How many times have people come up to you and said, are you guys still around? I heard you went out of business. We get that a lot. Do we you really? A lot. <laughs> go, yes, we're still here. Of course we are. Big Green is back, right? Big we Green is back. say that we're back. And okay. uh, it's been great, you know, taking a couple years off of NRA, um, right. being back out in front of people and talking about ammo. Right, exactly. Right. Well, and there was a period, uh, you know, Big Green, uh, Remington went down and then kind of came back from the ashes. We did. And you're running like 100% full bore all the time right there in Arkansas. Yes, sir. Making 20, ammo. 24-7. Yeah. Uh, as fast as we can safely make it, of course. So um, we've been hiring hundreds and hundreds of people here in Arkansas to um, put them to work and make some ammo. And so I always say, hey, if you want to come see how it's made, uh, apply for a job. We need you. Really? Right? Big Green needs you. Oh, Okay. And you're in Lone Oak? We're in Lone Oak, Just Arkansas. outside of Little Rock. That's right. Yep, about a half hour outside of Little Rock. And in fact, Tom, you know, these days, we've seen lots of manufacturers in our industry moving down to Arkansas or Georgia or right. Alabama. Right. That Remington plant there in Lone Oak, it's been there since the 60s. So probably all the ammo that you've shot from Remington over the years and I've shot, I mean, it's come right out of Arkansas. You know, and there are families, and I know you hear this, who are, they say, well, we're a Remington family. Oh, yeah. We shoot green. It's I mean, that's, that's just, they always have. And one of the things you were telling me earlier when we were on the floor, you said, you know, we're still making the stuff you grew up on. We, we are, you know, that stuff, the ammo that you loved, we still have it. It's available now. That's right. You know, your core locks, your nitro steels, UMC ammo, a, a century of history there and in quality. We're still making all that. Okay. But at the same time, you're not resting on your laurels because it's like, okay, that stuff works, still does everything it was supposed to do. Killed a lot of deer. But we have, shall I say, better technology now? Is that a, a good way to put it? You know, ammo manufacturing has come just a, a long, long way in the past 10, 20, 30 years even. And mm -hmm. so I think it's on us as a company not to just rest on our laurels, to use your phrase, and make sure saying, hey, if there's a new need for the hunter and shooter out there, we want to get you more ammo, better ammo, and, and keep improving quality. Case in point, uh, you know, two or three generations of people have grown up shooting core lock bullets in their Remington ammo, and they always work. They're always great. But we now have an emphasis on shooting longer range and getting pointier bullets. I mean, to put a fine, silly point right. on it, yep. point, let's get some pointy bullets out there. So what have you done to core lock? 
So the deadliest mushroom in the woods, right? Been around for 75 years, and it's not going anywhere. We're still making the original classic Corlocked. Okay. But what we said is we came in the door and said, hey, if we're going to make Corlocked uh, with a better ballistic coefficient, a little more accurate, a little more long-range potential, mm -hmm. how are we going to do that? So we came out with Corlocked tipped, which is that classic Corlocked bullet, still with the jacket and the core locked together like we've known for all those years. Mm -hmm. But we've added that new polymer tip to it. We call it the big green tip. And so it's going to fly... A little bit straighter, a little more accurate, um, better BC. And so for the first time, you know, if you're happy with classic core locked, keep shooting it. It's okay. still going to do the job. But if you want to take that round and go on a, say, you know, a, an elk hunt out west where you might have an opportunity for a shot at three, four, five hundred yards plus, right, right. you need a little better bullet. You need a, a newer bullet with a boat tail with that big green tip. It's going to help you get the job done and get that bullet there. Okay, so I got to switch, you know, you... you when I walked up to you, you started smiling and said, I got some ammo for you because this is like for you, Tom. Anytime you talk 10 millimeter, you got my attention. And you guys have like jumped in big on what you're doing right now with 10. We have. So this is new for Remington Ammo here at the NRA show. We're super happy to roll out um, really a whole new line of 10 millimeter yeah. ammo. So Golden Saber bonded, been trusted by law enforcement, consumers, shooters, hunters for years and years and years. So it's in our Golden Saber bonded line. So we've got 10 millimeter in Golden Saber bonded, and then really similar technology, but just not a bonded bullet. We've also got Golden Saber Defense, a um, little okay. more affordable for, for those who are price conscious. Um, Golden Saber Defense. We've also rolled that out in 10 millimeter, and then we have Golden Saber Defense Compact. So these bullets are optimized for shorter barrels. Oh, compact, same bullet -compact. weight, but just a different construction. You you got it, you got it to to kind of help us get a little better performance out of a short. 180 barrel. grain bullets across the board. Yes, sir. And yep. my take was okay. The bonded would probably be what I would carry if I was worried about four-legged predators. You got it. I want yep. some deep penetration, but frankly, some of the deep penetrating bullets are not what I want if it was uh, a personal situation against a two-legged predator, and I don't want. You know, I don't want 36 inches of penetration. Right. And that's where the non-bonded Golden Saber would come in. That's exactly right. Golden Saber defense is a, is a really good option. And, uh, you know, bonded works well for personal defense, concealed carry as well. Okay. But, you know, if you're um, out on that bear hunt, you need that 10 millimeter for bear defense. Um, if you're concealed carrying, you're choosing 10 millimeter for your protection. You want something a little bit bigger than a 9, maybe, but not as heavy as a 45. Um, I'm a 10 millimeter fan too, and I think these are good options. And the idea of having a load for compact, because I know people say, well, I, you know, why would you have a compact 10? Well, right. there are a lot of them out there. I mean, our Gun Talk gun has a four and a quarter inch barrel. You got the uh, the little baby Glock in 10 millimeter. Yep. You got yep. little short barrels. Newer for those guys, I think. Yeah, you know, so I mean, that would work really well for that. So that's excellent. So that's available now? It's available now. Um, we're going to probably be loading more and more of it this summer into the fall as we kind of get it going. Okay. We've announced it, and um, always, first and foremost, you know, check your local retailer. I know ammo's been hard, hard to find. Right. Uh, check your local FFL. Make sure they're ordering the ammo that you want, like Remington. But if you can't find it, the load that maybe your retailer is not carrying yet or they're out of stock, um, you can now go to our website, Remington.com, and you can buy it straight from us. Really? That's right. That's right. That's newer for Remington Ammo. Huh. Um, we've just been able to do that over the past few months, and... Uh, you know, we're not we're not competing with our dealers. We've, we're selling right. that full MSRP to make sure that right. we're not doing that. But we want to make sure service to the customer if they can't find it. That's right. That's right. And these huh. days, you know, Tom, I'm so used to. I'm mad if it takes six hours to get my Amazon delivery. Right? It should be at my door <laughs> in three. So I think we need to be able to get ammo kind of the same way. And if you live in uh, pretty much anywhere but the People's Republic of California, you can ship it right to your door. Okay. 
How about shotgun ammo? What's going on there? Shotgun ammo, shotgun ammo. So um, as always, we're making your gun clubs, we're making your nitro steels, duck loads, trap loads, skeet loads, all the above, 24-7 in Arkansas. But new here at NRA, we've launched our gun club cure shell. So this is just like your classic gun club load that's great for skeet, trap, sporting clays, but um, we are going to benefit children's hospitals with this product. So Gun Club Cure comes in a really cool, uh, I don't know if I can say Tiffany Blue, they might yeah. send me a legal letter or two, but it's kind of a, a Tiffany Blue-esque coal, okay. really unique color, and uh, we're using the proceeds from this product to benefit children's hospitals and disease research. What a fabulous idea. It's a, it's a great way to give back. You know, um, Federal Ammo for years has sold their Top Gun Pink where they mm -hmm. benefit breast cancer. So I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a page out of Federal's book. Sure. And we're going to roll out Gun Club Cure. And, and for those who haven't caught up, uh, Remington is part of the Federal Vista you know, whole family. Uh, so you're all connected these days. So it allows you to say, we're going to do what our sister company has been doing and just do it a different way. That's right. We can kind of compare notes. And I should say it too, Tom. I mean, Remington's staying Remington. Oh, yeah. Federal's staying Federal. But what we're going to do is we're going to kind of get maybe the engineers together or safety people together and say, hey, how can we... Um, be safer in our manufacturing plant, right? How can we get more ammo out the door? Right. So there's some cool ways we can learn from each other as different companies. Very neat. And anything else that you say, okay, this is the new things I need to tell you about. Last thing I want to tell everybody about is uh, another new one for us here at NRA. We launched our premier bismuth shell. So bismuth is kind of getting hot these days. You know, folks have been shooting steel for a long, long time at um, waterfowl and in upland zones where right. you can't use lead. Um, tungsten's out there, but tungsten's so expensive. Yeah, so we no wanted kidding. an option kind of in the middle there, right. and that's bismuth. So it's a really hard-hitting, it's about 22% more dense than steel, and our research says it has 44% more retained energy. So on that duck, on that pheasant, it's great for both. Okay. So, hey, if you're a duck hunter and you go on an upland hunt, this is a great box to grab, throw in the truck. And it doesn't cost as much as the tungsten looks. That's right, that's right. Cheaper than tungsten, a little bit more than steel, right, because right. bismuth costs us more as a manufacturer, but um, I think it's a great new product, and we've got that in 12, 20, 28, 16, sweet oh, 16, wow. and 410. So oh, no that'd be cool for duck hunting. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I, I mean, it sounds stupid, but I love hunting ducks with 28 gauge. It's as crazy as it is. It's like, and with bismuth, you can actually do that. You can, you and know? you get done for the day, and your shoulder doesn't feel beat up, right? So 28 gauge is, is cool. The other thing I'm back. seeing is that as I go into gun stores, is ammo is available again. It's getting there. I'm glad you guys are seeing more. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I go around and go, wow, there's ammo here. Well, I mean, you know, three months ago, it's like bare shelves. Right. So it's right. a lot better. You know, I, I think Remington coming back probably has a little bit to do with that. But I know, of course, we talk a little bit to our friends in the industry and be that Federal or mm -hmm. Winchester Hornady. And we're all working really, really hard to get more ammo out there. Exactly. Joel Hodgson, thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Happy to be here. Thank you. All right. You take care. All right. Don't go far. We'll be right back with more gun talk from the NRA annual meetings in Houston. Timber Rapide 1911s. Heart racing. Jaw dropping. Hard hitting. If their appearance alone has this effect, imagine firing one. Three highly customized handguns the original Rapide 1911, the Rapide Dawn, and Rapide Scorpius, each with a look and personality all its own, and performance to match. Get a look and find out where to get yours at KimberAmerica.com. People often talk about the good old days as a time when everything was better. And during those good old days, it was hunters who stepped forward, demanding change to ensure their legacy of conservation continued. In 1934,
the first federal duck stamp provided much-needed funding for wetlands conservation during the Dust Bowl era. In 1937, the Pittman-Robertson Act placed a tax on firearms and ammunition allocated for wildlife conservation, supported by waterfowl hunters and sportsmen. Ducks Unlimited was founded the same year, ensuring a bright future for wetlands habitat across North America. And now, like then, Ducks Unlimited needs hunters and sportsmen to achieve its mission. The almost 15 million acres Ducks Unlimited has conserved are a direct result of the sporting community rising to meet waterfowl and wildlife habitat preservation challenges head-on. Learn how you can help Ducks Unlimited today at ducks.org. Ballistic Advantage manufactures precision quality rifle barrels, uppers, lowers, and other firearm components for a range of users. Men and women who expect and whose lives may depend on a barrel that delivers round after round consistently, accurately, and with minimal recoil. Ballistic Advantage is the perfect mix of U.S. craftsmanship and state-of-the-art manufacturing. Barrels from Ballistic Advantage rank among the best money can buy, while prices rank among the best value. Find yours at BallisticAdvantage.com. It's just fun. I get to meet and see a lot of my old friends, people I've known for a long time. People, you know, new people. Uh, Joel Hodgson, which is interesting, was just on. Um, you think of him as being new, except that it's like he's fourth generation in, in the business. Uh, the Hodgson Powder Company, yes, it's that Hodgson. Works out really well. Uh, yes, we are at the NRA's annual meetings. We're on the floor out here. Uh, it's, it's thinning out. It's Sunday. It's the last day. It's been pretty busy. We did have a pretty good crowd of protesters across the way. And look, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, it's First Amendment. They get to go out there and yell whatever they want to. They, I mean, they're saying stupid stuff, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's, they get to have their say, and that's fine. Not a problem here. Uh, we're joined by our friend Doug Koenig right now. Uh, Doug, you know, I, I don't even know how to introduce you. You won every kind of competition mm-hmm. there is. You love to hunt. You love to shoot. You know, you now you're doing the whole family thing and taking the family out hunting. And it's like, I don't even know where to start. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Doing fantastic. Just busy. Uh, glad to be here at the show. Uh, you know, like you said, I'm, you know, still competing heavily. I'm running tournaments, uh, hunting, uh, you know, doing the hunting thing, still doing the TV show. So just yeah, doing got, a lot of stuff. With got a few things in the, in the fire. That's for sure. Exactly right. And I mean, when there are actually Doug Canig guns, you know, you never know what's going to pop up out over here at Ruger. Right. It's Doug Canig guns. Uh, I've got a small line of Doug Canig ammo, you know, ah. a Hornady custom makes a bullet for me and. We load a match, you know, a match competition okay. line and a 38 Super 9mm, and then we do a defense load with the same bullet. So, Talk to me about 38 Super. I don't know enough about that caliber. I'll tell you, it's it's an old caliber, yeah. um, and, and to me, it's still just an awesome caliber. I'm, I'm not a 1,000% sure why it didn't pick up much more traction. I mean, some areas of the country, it's still pretty popular, but, I mean, to me... The beauty of it is you can download that case. I mean, it's a straight wall case, right? Right. Uh, uses pretty much a 9mm bullet, 355, 356 diameter bullet, whatever your preference. But you could you could shoot a 90 grain bullet at, you know, 1,050, or you can shoot a 125 at 1,400. So you can wow. shoot. You've got you've got a lot to do in a in a, especially in a 1911 platform. You would still have a you know ten round, eleven round capacity. So, so primarily, was it 
I think originally, if I remember right, it was created because, like in Mexico and some company, countries, you couldn't have a military cartridge, and this one duplicated that. That's correct. I mean, it's, it's yeah, Mexico, like I, I know Italy, you know, when, I, when I've been over there and uh, I might be headed over this fall for the European Bianchi, you know, 9mm is really kind of restricted unless right. you're military. So we go in there with 38 Super, no problem. It's not a, it's not, you know, a and, conflict. And it also, I mean, this is where you can help me out, you can make power factor with that? With sure, you can make major with that. Yeah, okay. that's no problem. Uh, I shoot it still mostly at Bianchi and at Steel Challenge and things like that where the fact power factor is, you know, 120, 125, something like okay. that. So, um, you know, all the... That's one thing for me, you know, as, as many years as I've been competing, uh, I'm not a big fan of recoil at the end of my career, you know. Don't you find that you just, all of us get to where we, I just don't want guns that beat me up? I don't. Well, you know, if, if you don't shoot much or haven't shot much, you can you can go out and shoot a 460 or 500, any of these big things, right. a couple shots, and it's fun. It's no big deal. They're awesome. But if you've shot a few million rounds... Uh, the analogy I like to say is if you're a boxer, you know, you get punched in the face 500 times, you know, you probably don't want to get popped again. You right. know, your body, that's energy that your body has absorbed over time and your joints and your all that I, stuff. I have actually, I didn't think it was possible, gone out to the range and shot enough big bore stuff to where, where and you probably have experienced this maybe, but my body would lot, not let me pull the trigger again. I was shooting three, I shot, I think, 75 Rounds of three seven five H and H from the bench, and after a while, it's like I'm not sure I can actually pull the trigger anymore. Right. I'm telling my body to finger like pull the trigger, and brain's going, "Nope, not doing that to you anymore." <laughs> right. It was the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's like, okay, it's telling me that's enough. Right. I haven't had that, but I tried to uh, stop before that happened. Yeah, well, you're you know, smarter I than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I just don't like to be beat up anymore. You know, when I was young, it just whatever it took. Right. It didn't matter. You just, just did well, it and, and shot. With, and with hunting rifles now, it's like, okay, we're going to go downsize because they work just as well, if not better, because mm -hmm. we can shoot them better. I mean, I really think that's why the 6.5 Creedmoor has done so well. People shoot it better, right. not because it's a better cartridge, but you just hit stuff with it. Well, you get better performance with less recoil and better ballistics. So, right. I mean, right. how can that be a bad combination? So, when you put that together... And you put it in a package that you like, you're going to shoot it better. You're going to yeah. be more successful hunting. You're going to be more accurate. Um, it's, a, it's a good thing. When did you shoot your first competitive match? My very first match was in, I think it was the spring of 1986 was my very first match. How'd you do? Uh, I was about middle of the pack. Yeah? But I had the time of my life. It was <laughs> awesome. I still tell that story. I mean, it was 16 degrees out and snowing and... Oh. It was an Ipsic match, USPSA-type match. Right. And, you know, I was 17 years old and, you know, getting to run and jump over walls and shoot out of cars and do all the crazy shit. How could you not have do. fun doing this? I was like, I'm hooked. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to do more of this. Right. And I never, you know, I, I get asked that a lot with my, my shooting career. It's like when I did that, I wasn't doing it and then I didn't continue to do it because I was trying to be good or trying to be a champion or any of that stuff. It was just fun. I just wanted to shoot. I right. couldn't get enough of it. I was just so consumed with the guns and the competition. And it was just, to me, it was like hunting camp every weekend. You know, we had it where yeah. I lived. You could go shoot a match every weekend. And right. all of a sudden you got two guys and three guys and five and eight and ten. You go shoot. You go out to eat. I mean, yeah. how could it, it's, it's how hunting could camp. it be bad? You're, you're right. It's, it's exactly what it. it was. 
you know, and I think sometimes we forget to tell people, we take it for granted, people don't understand, this stuff is fun. Super I mean, fun. They, they, and you take somebody out, and you, if you introduce them the right way to shooting, and they turn around and look at you with that huge grin, and they say, you know, can I do it again? And you go, yes. You keep shooting, I'll keep providing ammo, mm-hmm. because that is, honestly, that's our secret weapon from the political side. You just bring people in and let them have fun. Absolutely. I'll tell you, I mean, I it, that you say that, I mean... I've said it all along. I've never had anybody at the range that didn't leave with a smile on their face. Not one. Right. Period. It's just, it's fun. It's enjoyable. It's relaxing. It's its whatever you want it to be. Some people just go shoot to relax. Some people go shoot to, you know, just the, the excitement of it. And there's so many different forms of shooting out there that you can do, whether it's trap, skeet, well, sporting, right, long range, right. pistol, rimfire, cowboy. And what you never mean? master it. Which is the other part of it. You can always be improving. Always. I mean, I mean, you're multi, multi-time world national champion, and you're working on stuff all the time. Nonstop. Every day of my life, trying to get better, trying to learn something, trying to, you know, you think people say, well, you've been, you know, you're full-time, you do this, you do that, you know, you're, you're automatic. Nothing's automatic. I'm, I'm still a human. Right. And I still make mistakes. You just, the better shooters make fewer mistakes. And you try to get to a point where you cut down on the opportunity to make those mistakes. You try to put yourself in those positions, you know, to know what to expect. Right. That's the key. Yeah. And and recognizing, Latham was in here, says, yeah, and when you throw a shot, you recognize it quickly and go right back and do the pickup shot on it. Because, you know, you know the moment it goes off, I, I screwed that one up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. For just, sure. Yeah. Well, it's, it's experience. Just being there and doing it over and over again. Over and over again. Putting there. yourself out there, putting yourself in that spot. And for me, it doesn't matter what discipline I'm in. I try to go into it with no ego. Try to go into it. And that's the biggest key is just, you know, to see what I can learn. That's hmm. that's the whole deal. And that's how you grow. It's how you get better. If you go in there thinking you know everything and you know it all, probably not going to learn You're a not whole gonna lot. not going to learn much at all. Exactly right. Doug, hold on a second. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk with Doug Koenig. Uh, we'll talk about some of the stuff that Ruger's doing, some of the things that you've been up to, and maybe some of the cool guns that are out there these days. Awesome. Sounds good. All right. I'm Tom Gresham. We are at the NRA's annual meetings in Houston, Texas. We'll be right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sitting here with Doug Koenig. We're uh, during the break. Um, it's actually exactly the same as during the show. I mean, we're just talking. Right. Just we're like just, we just, always do when yeah, we see just, each we're other. We're talking guns and hunting and stuff and, you know, all the rest of it. Just, uh, we were just saying uh, that what we do here on the radio is exactly what we would do standing out in the aisle out, out there talking about guns and shooting the rest of the stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so a big PRS match. You're yeah. So, well, you know, we, we uh, last year, a year before, we introduced the uh, custom shop RPR, you know, and I'm out shooting precision rifle matches. That's what I've been doing. Okay. You know, along with the pistol, I still shoot, you know, the handgun stuff, steel. You still beat everybody um, with that. Okay. Still still playing it's, around it, with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I like it. He says, I'm just playing around. Yeah, I'm beating everybody, <laughs> but that's okay. So we got into that, and then uh, last year, and then this year was our, our second time uh, for the Koenig Ruger PRC match big two-day uh, precision rifle series match okay so i ran that out at cameo at the shooting complex there have you been there Where, no where's in that grand junction colorado oh no oh fantastic facility yeah. you need to you need to check that okay. place out so it's a two thousand acre reclaim mine area they've oh. got idpa and uspsa steel chat they've got all the pistol base and then up on top is all this mountainy rough country where we 
set up and ran uh, 18 stages of uh, precision rifle series. We had 150 shooters this year. We we cut that at the max. And um, so, how far are you shooting? What's the longest range for that? So we uh, at that at our match this year, I think our longest target was a little over 1,100 yards. Wow! So we were about. I think our closest was in the low 300 yard range. Right. Uh, I'd say our average target distance was in the 650 to 700. Was probably average. So what caliber are you shooting? So everybody's, you know, a lot of six millimeters, six Creedmoor, uh, six BR Dasher, right. six five Creedmoor stuff. So that's what most of the competitors are are okay. shooting there. And the uniqueness about that match, for you know, my perspective is my whole idea was to really tie the hunters and shooters together. It is a precision rifle series match, but we are 99.9% all animal targets. Oh. So instead of being, you know, circles and squares and diamonds right. and all that, we, we are miniature elk and miniature oh, antelope. And, and then we've got some unique targets like, you know, of course, Ruger's uh, title sponsor. So we've got the Ruger emblem. We shoot several of those targets. We've got Bass fish made out of steel because Bass Pro's a sponsor and loophole. We've got the big L. So I, okay. I try to, and, and the other thing, we try to make it, you know, kind of area and, you know, specific. So obviously it's in the West. So, you know, guys are shooting off. I found an old mining cart that they shoot off of and an old wagon. Oh, that's fun. Most of the stuff they shoot off of is natural terrain, trees and right. rocks and stuff. So it's, it's, a, it's a cool event. We that, really wanted to cool. make it a, a, just a great, great you know, yeah. event for the shooters, because obviously that's who I am and what I am. Right. And I know that the most important thing is treating the shooters right. Give them, a, give them an experience, right? It's entertainment. Give them a competition, good food, great atmosphere, easy location. You know, Grand Junction Airport's 12 miles from the range, so there's all the hotels and restaurants. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. All right. So if you had to tell somebody, they said, come up, tell me now, something's going on at Ruger with guns. What gun would you want to tell them about right now? Well, geez, I mean, how do you not talk about Marlin? Yeah, I mean, I it's like it's if, like if, the, if you're a gun guy, it's it's it's, it's the elephant in the room, right? It's I mean, so cool. the, the fact that we we took that and 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 built the rifles that we're doing is just absolutely phenomenal. The the, the workmanship and quality, and to bring that back is just those guns what, are awesome. When I got the first one, I started shooting, and went, oh, this is you know, because everybody was saying, I sure hope it. First, what'd you hear? Don't screw it up, right? And then I sure hope they're as good as the old Marlins. And then you shoot and you go, you know, I, I kind of hate to say this, but I think it's better. And it, I, I think it's I think better than the old Marlins. Yeah, and the fit and finish for sure. Is. Yes, I mean it is. They are just, uh, yeah, the, it, the quality and craftsmanship is just. Uh, so, you know, so yeah, they got they got the first forty five seventy, then you got the Trapper model forty five seventy. Yeah. Of course, you know, as all happens in this business, right? You go. That's great. And then 10 seconds later, it's like, so what are you going to do next? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, when are you going to have the 44? When are you going to have the 357? <laughs> right. it's like, and it's like you're, they're making them going, really? I mean, we're just now shipping these and you want the next thing. Right. Exactly. But it's always been that way. Right. Well, gun people, they, we love guns. We love to shoot. We love to hunt. We love to, you know, promote the sport. And yeah. what have you done for me lately? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. They really, I know I've had people say, you know, are they as good? Yes, they're at least as good. I think they're better. I think they look better. I think the polish, as you say, the fit and finish, the polish is great. I can't wait for the uh, the handgun cartridge size. They're going to size it down, do Absolutely. all of that. It was harder, and, and we'll, I'll talk about this a little bit later on the show, but it was harder, I think, for them to pull it off than they thought it was going to be. 
It's one of those deals that uh, I, I was telling somebody, I said, look, you got to understand, these rifles were created at a time when people were cheap and machines were expensive. Mm-hmm. And so you could afford to have somebody at the end of the thing with a file. Absolutely. Fix, fix everything. That's how you got the fit. Now, machines are cheaper and people are expensive. Right. So now we have CNC. So that's how we make stuff. You know, yep. it's like, it's right. a whole different deal. So they had, basically had to not just make guns, they had to recreate had to have a new manufacturing process. Absolutely right. From pretty much scratch, really. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, you, you know, think, I think, you think a lot you're of, buying everything and you go, oh, man, I right, can't use a lot right. of this. You think you're buying a, a situation where you, you know, flip the switch and start pumping out guns, and it's not that. It's, okay, how do we start from scratch and re-engineer, and how do we manufacture this stuff efficiently right. at a high quality and, you know, be able to run a business? Yep, exactly right. Yeah. I mean, and the funny part is, I mean, I... I want people to understand what just happened here. I'm asking Doug Kane, he says, tell me about, you know, what's the cool gun out there? And you're going, oh, yeah, he's the high-speed, low-drag guy. He's going to tell me about the fast gun. Go, no, he wants to talk about the lever action. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That's my first, you know, my first uh, hunting rifle was a uh, Marlin 336C. Really? 330. No Shot kidding. my first, I don't know how many deer with that. That was my, I still have that gun. I mean, it's, it's still. That just leaves a warm spot in your heart, doesn't it? I loved it when I heard we were. Going to rock and roll with that, so <laughs> absolutely. Terrific. Tell people how they can keep up with what you're doing. What website should they go to? Just uh, DougKanig.com, and then I do, you know, on social, uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram, try to, I'm not super big on the social. I, I get too busy and forget to yeah, take, it's hard to take pictures of myself. K-O-E-N-I-G, Doug Koenig. Yeah. Just look right. him up there. Well, look, say hi to the family, and uh, you know, I look forward to getting together with you wherever the next time is. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Thank you. All righty. Take a quick break. We'll be right back from the NRA annual meeting in Houston. A passion for shooting and hunting has driven product innovation at Hodgdon Powder Company for 75 years. Innovations like black powder substitutes, muzzle-loading pellets, and smokeless powder. Features like anti-copper fouling agents and temperature insensitivity. A family business from the beginning. Hodgdon is the largest U.S. supplier of smokeless, black powder, and black powder substitute propellants and the leader in reloading data for enthusiasts and newcomers alike through the Reloading Data Center. Hodgdon Powder Company. The gunpowder people. Hodgdon.com. Visit guntalk.com slash win to enter Guntalk's Carry Away Giveaway. Two grand prize winners take home either the new Taurus G3 XL or the Taurus Defender 605, plus a $100 gift certificate from DeSantis Gunhide. Eight first prize winners will receive a $100 gift certificate from DeSantis Gunhide, good for a new holster, gun belt, and more. Enter now through May 30th at guntalk.com slash win. 911, what's your emergency? Being forced to defend your life can be terrifying, but what comes after can be just as terrible. That's why so many law-abiding people trust U.S. Law Shield to help prepare and protect them. Their legal defense for self-defense program is the powerful protection you need to confidently defend yourself and others. Join today at uslawshield.com. In California, Law Shield member insurance services. Visit uslawshield.com for terms, conditions, and licensing information. Ruger's Security 9 Everyday Carry and Self-Defense Pistol is compact for easy concealment, fits in a variety of holsters, and offers a textured grip frame for a secure and comfortable grip. The trigger features a short, smooth pull, clean break, and positive reset. Available in full size, compact, 
and Pro Model configurations, the Ruger Security 9 is a defender's choice. Find yours at Ruger.com. That's Ruger.com. We just talk about how uh, people in this industry, the firearms industry, let's talk with Doug Koenig about it, uh, don't tend to leave. They switch companies, but nobody leaves. Or actually, I was talking with a lady who left for a couple of years, went to the fishing industry. She said, I did not like it there. So she's back in the gun business. And then talk about somebody who's doing exactly the same thing, staying in the business. Cody Osborne joins us from Taurus. Cody, you've been in the firearms business for a long time now. I have, yep. Yeah. Yep. So now three months at Taurus. Three months at Taurus. Yeah, so uh, definitely a whirlwind over the last three months. Well, and, and, and Taurus is, it's like a message I try to get out to people. Taurus is a new company. Taurus is a new Taurus. And it's, because there's this history there. People say, well, I, yeah, I know Taurus. And it's almost like they're discounting. And I want to say, just stop. Let me just. You know, tell them the story. And, and I will say this. If anybody that knows me or follows me or anything, they know I, I am a shooting enthusiast. I shoot a lot. And I shot for pro shooting teams. I, if you would have asked me five, six years ago, even, if I was going to be working or shooting a Taurus, I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> right? not, not a chance. No, no, no not a chance. Well, and, and frankly, I mean, I'll, and I can say it, maybe you can't, is that back then you wouldn't have. No. Not at all. I mean, you just, just wouldn't have. And yeah. that's why I say it, it's a different company. Uh, move that microphone up just a little bit, if you would, please. There you go. Perfect. Um, what happened to make it this new company? Tell them about the, the, where you guys are, where you're making guns now. Yeah, so we, we decided to make a move up from, we had U.S. facilities in uh, Miami, Florida. Right. And well, a while back, we decided to kind of rethink where we were doing and decided we wanted to move the company up to Bainbridge, Georgia. Uh, so brand new facility, uh, some beginning phases of U.S. manufacturing. Right. And what that kind of gave us was a little bit more perspective on focusing on the U.S. market. Hmm. I mean, the U.S. market really dictates what defense products are around the world. Right. And you started seeing this shift, right? And it all kind of started, I I think, with the TX-22 launch. Mm -hmm. Um, Whenever that gun came out, it, it really did. It won a lot of awards. Right. It showed reliability. It showed performance. And at a cost that I truly believe a gun should cost, <laughs> right? <laughs> I hear you. And that was the really start. And a really great friend of mine who we started together at Walter, um, loved him to death. And he came over and took over as CEO of president of Taurus USA mm-hmm. and, and really started making a lot of the, uh, the new building efforts and, and ground up efforts to really restore this brand and really get it on the right path. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that now. You look at the TX-22, the, the GX-4 Micro Compact, and the revolver line on the Raging Hunters and, and right. things like that. And it's really taken a turn where it's a very great quality gun. But because of their manufacturing capabilities and what they know how to do there, the price points are still there. But, and you got two new ones you're yeah. basically showing at the show here. Yep. So let's just jump into one of those. Pick one. So I'm going to start off um, with the... One I'm pretty excited about, and that is the 856. Now, we've had the 856 for a while, but it was funny. When I came on board, we were looking, and we had this gun sitting on the table, this revolver. And uh, I was looking at it, I was like, man, that's I, I didn't even know it was a Taurus. I was like, looking at it, I was like, this is a really amazing-looking gun. I pick it up, and it's this executive-grade series. And right. we started talking about it and looking at what we were doing and what we wanted to do. 
And we, we look at it as a brand and we want to pull out all the custom features, all the performance that we can that's available to us right now and still get it to people for the right price and the right cost. And so what this gun is, is a fully bench built gun. We set aside uh, private production rooms for this and really? dedicated product specialists for this exclusive ex executive grade line. And when you look at it, it has all those features, a hand polished satin finish, chamfered cylinders, um, hand-tuned trigger. And another shop that might be called Custom Shop, but yeah. you, you have a different name for it. Yes, okay. exactly. I mean, that's really what we're talking about here. Yeah, and you look at it, though, in a lot of Custom Shop guns, it's like five, right? Or it's, right. it's very expensive, right, when you get into it. So when we look at this gun, it had all these features. It's a six-shot, um, thirty-eight Special Revolver, three-inch right. barrel. Right. Um, comes in a really nice Pelican vault case, so it gives you that good feel of okay. buying from a custom shop. But it's a full MSRP of six eighty nine. Really? So yeah, and you pick it up, and even the revolver snobs. And I, I'm around a very heavy shooting enthusiast <laughs> crowd, you know, and I wanted to make sure. And, and we know how people are. And, you know? and they're primed to not like it. Yes, exactly. And yeah. it really has changed a lot of perspective, and that's what we wanted to do with Taurus and start elevating this brand up and showing what we can do, mm -hmm. because all that stuff bleeds down into the other products. The things that we learn on these higher-end products oh, and sure. stuff like that bleeds down. Yeah, how do, you, how do you make things better? Yeah, yep, exactly. Because once we start figuring that stuff out and getting the manufacturing processes in place, I said, we, we could do some magic on the, on the right price guns and the right features and things like that. And this is really the start of it with that executive grade. And there'll be a lot more coming in right. that series. And because it's a bench-built gun and it's not on an assembly line or anything like that, it allows us to be a little bit lighter on our feet when oh. we're trying to choose new, okay, new models. Okay, sure. I understand. There. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you don't have, like, a lot. You don't have a big line that you have to shut down and redo. You say, okay, well, let's just try something different. Let's pick something a little different. Yeah. You, can, you can do that. When you say bench-made gun, how many can you make? Yeah, that's that's one thing we can we can make quite a few still, you know. Okay. And you're looking, you know, I, I would say about twenty a day normally. Okay. With that, so it is a limited production, sure. especially when you look at Taurus, right? We we can make some guns, right? And um, so this is a different aspect, and I think it's good for the brand and good for the company to to take those approaches sometimes and look at that product, right? And uh, so you're really seeing. Seeing it, everybody that stopped by here at the show is just falling in love with it. It's a great experience to get over there and just see something different. They, they don't expect it out of Taurus. Well, you know, you know and it just, it's so much fun to pick up a good rover anyway. Just is. to pick it up, just think of beauty. I love the mechanics, love the way they feel, you know, the sound, all, all, everything that happens with a good revolver there. Mm. Let's do this. I'm going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about you got one more gun that's got people real excited. Yep. And it's like they're going. That's a Taurus? Really? Yeah. I mean, how many times have you heard that, right? We're, we're going to do it a lot. That's too. a Taurus? We're going to do it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hold on a second, Cody. We're going to take a quick break here. I'm Tom Gresham. We're at the NRA annual meeting here in Houston, Texas. A lot of things going on. And uh, no, I don't think Alan West is going to play Wayne Lapierre. That was never in the cards. That just wasn't going to happen. I will be right back. We're talking with Cody Osborne from uh, Taurus. And Cody, one of the things we were saying during the break is you said you're a competitive shooter. And with gun stuff, it's all measurable. Yep. It's, you know, it's accuracy, it's time, 
But, I mean, when you go to the range as a competitive shooter, basically that's what you got. You know, is it accurate? Can I shoot it fast? And, and you got to tell the story about, you know, when you shot the, the G3. I did. It's a funny, funny little thing. I went to a gun store, and I wanted to check it out, and I've shot a lot of high-end guns over time. And I have right. a set of standards that I like. Okay. Uh, it's a certain time and a certain hits on target that I can score that I can, like, all right, I shoot this gun good, right? And went, bought it right off shot. Didn't even wait for a you know, employee pricing or anything like yeah. that because it's the right price. And I was like, oh, this is easy. And, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, bought it, went home, and uh, went through the uh, the drills. And I look at it, and I hit all my standards right out first time running it. And I was like, all right, the gun's here. And I, and I like doing that because I think too many times we get caught up, we pick up a gun, and we, we shoot it. And we're like, I, I like the way it feels. It feels good to me. And I'm like, well, nobody cares. not ca- measurable. Nobody cares about your feelings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, you're right. So let's and, let's put some numbers yeah, on and, it. And telling somebody this is a good gun, you go, well, great, fine. You're supposed to say that. But if you say no, I can actually shoot it as fast as my competitive guns, and mm-hmm. I can shoot it as accurately, so it does all those things. And and that was my question to you. I mean, it, this is a really great gun. How do you convince people that Taurus is making a really good gun now? Yeah, that's the thing. And we have to have the right service. You know, you got to have the right things internally there, yeah. the right customer service there and the right product there. And it has to be reliable. Right. And that was the, the key part. And I think we've got that. I am literally in the, I've been here about three months. I'm up to about 10,000 rounds through my first G3 and it is still rolling strong, huh? you know, and uh, that, that's what I want to do. And I'm around that crowd a lot and the shooters. And so when right. you know, they, they help see that, we just got to get that message out there and, and show. And, I want people that buy Taurus. We have a lot of new shooters that come in to Taurus, uh, you know, into our industry and into shooting sports through Taurus because mm-hmm. of the price point of the guns and where they're at. And I, I want to make sure that they know that gun will grow with them no matter what skill level they reach. You know, there there shouldn't be shouldn't be ashamed of that cost of that gun right. or anything. You go out, and I, I think it is a lot more embarrassing if you walk out on the range with a $3,000 gun and can't shoot it. And I find it a lot more impressive if you walk out with a gun that costs three or four hundred dollars and you outshoot everybody. Yeah, no kidding. There's something to that, right? Yeah. You know. Quick question: How's customer service coming? Phenomenal. And that that was a funny stories when uh you know Brett the CEO got into it and and where they were you right. know and where they were at. Right now they're they're running pretty high, like mid nineties on twenty four hour turnarounds on wow. products coming in for repair. Wow! And I say that the, the only way you get to that level of, of turnaround time is the guns are working. <laughs> well, yeah, right. that's, that's true. Yeah, if you got junk coming back in, yeah. then, and you got a problem, but if you have pretty good guns and you just got to tweak them, then it's easier to turn them around. Exactly. Exactly. So those and, things. And look, they're mechanical devices. Stuff happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you can't. It's hard. You know, you look at it from a, a batch, and, and Taurus, like I said, makes a lot of guns. Right. You know, so, of course, there's going to be a few more than others that, oh, yeah. that come back because there's a lot more of them out on the market. Right. You know, and, and to the, the level of shooter that gets into it. That's too, terrific. You know? Well, yeah. I know that was something you wanted to address. You know, honestly, if you make guns that shoot well and come in at a good price, you're going to own the world. Yes, and I'm very excited for that as a shooter myself. That is terrific. Uh for information, where do they go? TaurusUSA.com? Yep, TaurusUSA.com. And see all the new stuff. And I know you got more things in the pipeline. Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> you know, there's stuff coming, and you're going to be bringing those out yourself because that's what you do. Yes, sir. You know, yep. besides, it's all fun. It is absolute blast. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're lucky to be in this industry. Oh, honestly. it's so true. Well, I appreciate your time, sir. It's uh, TaurusUSA.com. Go check it out. Yeah. 
New guns, new quality level, new customer service. It's a new Taurus. Yeah, fair enough. All at the same price, too. Oh, so. at the same price. How do you do that? I know, right? That's crazy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. Hey, don't, don't go far. We'll be back. We're at the NRA's annual meetings in Houston, Texas. I'm Tom Gresham. It's Gun Talk. Don't forget to check us out, guntalk.com, and check us out on YouTube and anywhere you get your videos, because we're pretty much everywhere these days.